podcast called Rom-Com Pods. Each season is a new rom-com told in six episodes. The first season just landed, so grab your Vespa because we're going to Italy with Claire on her honeymoon for one. The story is about broken hearts and plans, upending your life as you know it, and opening yourself up to a wild and unexpected new chapter. To subscribe, search Rom-Com Pods, all one word, wherever you listen. Here's a preview to give you a sneak peek. What would you do if you were about to marry your college sweetheart? Uh, Claire, we can't afford this place? Babe, this is my dream house. We're finally getting married. And three days before your wedding. All ready for Saturday? I had no idea how much work planning a wedding would be. Claire, start getting excited for your amazing Italian honeymoon. You caught him singing sensual karaoke. I'll make love to you. And making out with Melissa from sales. What in the actual hell? Well, shit. Guess you're gonna need a plan B. Now I'm single, 28, in a job I hate, and flat broke because my wedding and honeymoon are non-refundable. So now what? You're gonna go to Italy is what you're gonna do. Go have your eat, pray, love moment. Introducing Rom-Com Pods, a new scripted podcast premiering June 1st. See you soon. Hey, lady listeners. Hey, lady DJs. Hey. Mel's here. She's she's in the studio. She's not barfing. She's with us. She's not barfing. She's She is going to be caught in a tornado, possibly possibly while we're recording. Well, I mean, possibly like, while think this of the YouTube live. views we're going to get on this. Like, we're going to monetize the shit out of this podcast. This is a ratings cat. This is a ratings cat. <laughs> so welcome to Nikki Sloan Week here on oh, Ruby Romance. We're that really we've excited. got nasty stuff to talk about on Nikki Sloan. We've got nasty pornographic uh-huh. films to yes. talk about. And then we're gonna play you basically what she self-described, Nikki described it as Yeah, porn. too dirty um, for the podcast. Let's, Too dirty for the podcast. We'll have, you be the judge, okay, lady listeners? You be the judge. Yeah. We're going to talk about... So, well, let's, 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 first, let's, let's talk about Nikki. Nikki first, because I feel like we're going to get... Okay, it. let's talk okay. about Nikki. We're, we're going to talk about 365 mm-hmm. day, 365 DNI, or days, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, in a little while. But first, Nikki Sloan landed in graphic design after her careers as a waitress, a screenwriter, and a ballroom dance instructor fell through. For eight years, she worked for a design firm that in that extremely tall, black, and tiered building in Chicago that went through an unfortunate name change during her time there. <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about, but I think it's probably like a truck. Oh, shit. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Now she lives in Kentucky, is married, and has two sons. She is a three-time romance Writers of America Rita finalist, also writes romantic suspense under the name Karen Lawrence, and couldn't be any happier that people enjoy reading her sexy words. I had no idea words. she had a different name that did paranormal. That's awesome. I just found that out as I was reading it. It's, yeah, romantic suspense. <laughs> or romantic suspense. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's a paranormal. Yeah, yeah we come prepared. Yeah, wow. Well, you know what, though? I feel like it's more natural if it's a surprise for all of us. <laughs> We're finding out. Yeah, you find out. too. Podcasters, they're just You're like just you. Just like us. I'm reading. I'm actually reading Nikki Sloan right now. You guys know 
like if, if you've been here for longer than a minute, you know that I read the Filthy Rich Americans series. Like in a day. Freaked, <laughs> freaked out. Yeah, it was so filthy and so twisted and like well written and just like gorgeous. And I loved it. And now I'm reading actually uh, Three Simple Rules by her, yeah. by Nikki Sloan as well. It's, it's, it's just as nasty. It's just as twisted. Ah, so let me tell yes. you what it is. Let me tell you the plot okay. of it really quickly. So she... So three simple rules, by the way, which is free, right? Now. It's free. I guess it's permanently free uh, on Amazon because I downloaded it for free last night. Yeah. yeah. And it's about this girl who her best friend is an es- a professional escort. And so she is like, it's not for her. You know, I, I don't want to do that kind of thing. And then she fucks up at work. She, um, she like prints up like 50,000 labels with the wrong disclaimer for a liquor bottle on it. And um, it costs the firm like $10,000 and she's going to get fired. But she's like, no, 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 I will pay it back. I'll have the money by Monday. So she goes to this escort place and she's like, can I just have a one night shot at this? And they let her, they hire her. And so um, she's in the room. This is like all in the first two chapters. I know it starts off with a bang like every time. So She's in the room and this guy comes in and, uh, you know, like it's the greatest sex. She's having this amazing sex. She's like never had an experience like this before. And then he takes off her blindfold and (gasps) and he's reserved her. Like he knew she was going to be there. And I don't know how. Holy shit. Uh, Yeah. He, they're like, she was kind of like in the beginning, she's like, is nobody like interested in me or what? Because her room is like, yeah, yeah. No one's coming in. And and they're like, uh, no, we have a situation. Somebody's reserved you and uh, we can't allow anybody else in. Oh, and then, so, so basically he rips the blindfold and he's, and he's already been fucking her for like 10 minutes. Oh, why is that so hot? <laughs> why is that I know. so hot? I know, I know, I know. Um, so I highly recommend you just go immediately download uh, Three Simple Rules by Nikki Sloan and the Filthy Rich American series. Like it will just keep you highly entertained mm-hmm. for... Oh, that sounds good. Yes. Okay. And then, yeah, so we're going to play the first half of a book called It Takes Two by Nikki Sloan in a little Mm -hmm. while. So first first. we're going to get into this 365. So let's let's preface it with this, that that we had a group chat about who's going to watch it because we're going to have to talk about it. And Mel was like, I'm out. I'm not watching it because it's, it's technically, it's not safe. Um, And Mel is 100% a safe reader i guess so uh or watcher too on this but i do want to say if you have seen it it's number two on all of netflix right now which is amazing that's what i'm saying i'm gonna say if you haven't seen it go watch it make this shit number one because if you like this movie and you want to see more movies like this we have to put money into this this is like passion flicks you have to put money into it to get this shit made so if you like this nasty shit that you saw watch it again watch it a second time vote with your dollars vote with your dollars like they need to understand that this is what we want yeah yeah we want to see like explicit we are old enough and we are educated Mm -hmm. enough and we are you know like we we can decide what we want to watch like we can decide we want to watch explicit sex yes explicit sex in a movie that's not just like some cinemax bullshit porn it's actually a movie with explicit sex that is awesome so and like and yeah yeah that is a romance yeah 
you know, um, like actual uh, just passion that takes place even when they're not having sex. You know, like it really, it just makes it so much fuller and so much more enjoyable when there's like something around it to like, you know, and a lot of people are kind of, I have seen a lot of like mixed reviews about it. Some people are saying the acting wasn't great. The plot was loose. I was like, <laughs> you missed the bus. It was exactly yeah. what I needed. Yeah. I need, it was exactly Let what me I needed I also to say get, this, that if you, like I saw some, I, the first review on Goodreads was said, um, it was a rip off of, it was a 50 shades of gray rip off that was poorly done. I just want to say, fuck off. If you're comparing this to Fifty Shades, Fifty Shades is not the only dirty book that was ever written, okay? It was huge, and it got made into a movie, and it's its own thing. You cannot compare every movie that has sex in it that is a little bit kinky to Fifty Shades. That's unfair. And I think if you can't appreciate some aspect of this, what are you reading? Like, why are you in this genre, okay? Because the first thing you do when you pick up a trashy romance is suspend reality, guys. Like, you walk in the door and and just know it's fucking make-believe, okay? Like, that's the fucking yeah, point. Please. Am I wrong? No, you're 100% right. I totally agree with you. Before we go any further, let me just, for the people who maybe don't know what this yeah. is, it's a Polish book series called 365 DNI. It's written by Blanka Lipinska. It's a really popular series in Poland. It got made into movies and then somehow the trailer got leaked mm -hmm. on Facebook and it blew up because it was so The trailer hot. was like, so good. It was it cut was so, so good. Mm -hmm. And so basically what the, the books the, are the only plot, in Polish though right now, right? They're only in Polish, yeah. but I can't believe they, they will. They will, yet. especially because if it's this popular on Netflix, they will. They'll they'll monetize this as fast as they can. I hope they can. Well, I mean, I feel like they should have already. I mean, I don't know how long it takes to translate a book, but knowing how fast mine have been translated, I'm like, no. with the popularity. I, like, I, I, there might be. be I bet there's in talks with publishers yep. and people yeah, fighting yeah, yeah. over yep. it. I, I absolutely yeah, think true. you're right, Mel. I think they're they're just negotiating price points at the at this moment, like just like who's going to get paid what to make this. And and I think it's really honestly 100 percent down to that trailer and the actors, yeah. like because he that guy, damn. So LB watched this a couple of days ago, and she was like, "I said I've seen the trailer for it. I'm going to watch it." And she was like, "Well, I'm going to go ahead and watch it tonight." I'm like, "Okay, tell me what you think." And she watched it. She was like, "I'm not going to tell you anything about it." She was like you have to watch this. She was like, there's, there's just no other choice. You have to watch this. And so I texted her last night and I was just like, I was like, holy shit. I said, this movie did what 50 didn't for me. You know, like if you yes. want to compare apples to apples and if like your argument is that this is a ripoff of 50, <laughs> I don't, I haven't read the book, but I can tell you if you want to compare the movies to one another, this one did what that one could never do. This had like an animalistic nature to it. They, that Fifty Shades, Fifty Shades was very like pedantic, and I loved it for what yeah, it is. Yeah. But it was like, okay, we're going to negotiate. We're going to have calm conversations. Mm -hmm. We're going to go into this with our eyes yeah. open. Where this was just like all he out. He just couldn't control himself. He kidnaps her. So basically, he is a, a Sicilian mob boss. Uh, mob boss. He is like the most dangerous man in Italy. And he gets shot. And as he's dying, he sees this woman's face in front, like in his, he sees, has a vision of this woman's face. And he searches for this woman for five years. Five years. And, and he's got pictures of giant She wakes of up and it's her house. house. And she's just like, she goes, what the fuck? Yeah. So she's on like a vacation with her loser boyfriend and her friends. And um, 
and then she she just like disappears. She runs into this guy who's this beautiful Italian man, and uh, then she disappears. She wakes up in his house, and he tells her he's like, "I've been searching for you for five years. You're mine, but you have." you have a year to fall I'm going to give you a year to fall in love with me and if you're still not in love with me I'll let you go <laughs> at that point my husband was like well that's nice <laughs> leave that it to nice Pat I didn't watch this with my husband let me say that because I knew he would have some kind of stupid comment that would irritate me and I was like this isn't for you so get the fuck out he might, I, you know what I thought my husband was going to be the same way saying stupid yeah. things but he was actually pretty funny about it every time but he would every time like they would have an argument the characters and the girl would run off and like lock herself yeah. in a room he would go well what's she gonna do now <laughs> that's such an astute observation pat <laughs> and i was just saying to him like this is this is porn for women this is wedding dresses and hot outfits and, running, and shopping and spa yes, days and, and sex and yachts oh my god it's access. And abs. And abs. All the abs. So anyway, so, I mean, this isn't spoiling, but obviously they have sex. So, you know, they get to this point where she wakes up, she's in his house, and then they have a year to fall in love. And so the fact that she keeps denying him sex is the hottest part to me. There's a scene where they're in the shower. And oh, my God. It's, I, I played that out in my head several times last night. But She's like, like, do you want to touch it? He's like... He's like, you're looking at it. Do you want to touch it? Yeah. Oh and my she, and god! He just, he's just standing there. So there's there, like two different soaked. shower heads, and and she's just watching him, like you know, while he's at the other one, and and he says that, you know, like, do you want to touch it? And and she just looks at him, and he walks up to her, and then she like kind of presses her body against him, and then she tries to walk away, and he just grabs her by the neck, and he's just like, that's the part that's in the trailer. Don't provoke me. Don't provoke yeah. Me. Like I'm used to getting he's my like, way. I don't like when I don't get it. Like, that's enough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, okay, but, like, we have to talk about the yacht scene. When they finally have sex. It goes on for three minutes. It's ridiculous. All, all over all this over yacht. All over this yacht. They, and the, there's one part when he goes down on her. He goes down on her and he spits on it. And Yes. I had to stop. I, I had to stop the I, movie. I was just like. Spits on it like nasty spits yes. on it. But you know what? Like I, I read somewhere that the 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 sex scenes weren't choreographed. That he, the director was like, just go for it. I like, can't do believe what you they do. didn't actually fuck. I can't believe they I, have to. No, they did. I can't they have believe to. that he didn't actually eat her out. That his I, I don't face know, they have is to have been doing on it. her pussy. Like, you know, he is. I mean, the this. Uh, <laughs> if there's any man listening to this podcast, that is how. A woman wants yeah. to be made. Now there's a lot too. of plot. He is not his face. His his just, hands are all over her. His mouth is all over at every at he every is moment. Devouring he's her. rough and devouring her and flipping her over and like grabbing her neck and oh, there's her one part where and, like he's still inside oh her and he flips her over to fuck her from behind. And it's just yes. it's glorious when it happens, you know. And there's a plot to this to this movie and there's things that happen and we won't spoil the plot points and you know they're gonna have sex we're just telling you how great this sex is so it's so it's the best I've i know i can't think ever. of another movie hands yeah. down i can't think of another movie that's done it so well not without it looking like it was cinematic. yeah yeah like that, this looked like, like you were oh the pizza guys here just go for yeah. it yeah, this looked like you were just watching two people. Like you were in it. the room like, watching two people who really can't keep their hands off each other. 
Yeah. So. And and then at one point they were professional dancers. <laughs> <laughs> professional ballroom dancers. Like it just turned. I don't know. There was so many funny things that happened. I know. Like, I know. So many ridiculous parts. Yeah. I mean, I I, I just loved it. I, I I didn't understand a lot of parts about it. Like I don't know why she got sent to Warsaw. <laughs> I don't know why when he showed up he had. Bruises. I feel like there would be I, a lot of that explained in the book, maybe. You know, that's what I'm, I, I can't wait to read the books because I want to know what he was thinking, what she was thinking. Like, I need to know everything. Yeah. Anyways. We've bored Mel to Go tears. Watch it. <laughs> we're not going to, we're not going to um, spoil it for you, but I do want to, so it ends on a cliffhanger, the first one. There's a, it's a three book mm-hmm. series. So that's kind of par for the course. Um, and they're trying to get a sequel made for Netflix. I think they're probably dashing to get it done right now. Yeah. Um, but it's, it does it on a cliffhanger. There is one part where, should we tell them like why it's not like a hundred percent safe? Sure. I mean, I think it's a spoiler, but <laughs> I, I think this is the it reason. It does not ruin it for yeah, me I, But that's the like, reason it, Mel didn't watch it. So I feel like, you know, it, it may, it may matter to some people. It's not safe. I think you could say so that. So there's a scene where she's been denying him sex for, it's been like weeks mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like losing it. And he's a very sexual person. Like he, if he's like a oh my god, he's so he's just like every, he just oozes sex. He just oozes it. And um, so she's like she's teasing him at this point. She's coming into his room half naked, like and then she just you know, leaves like, him because she's just trying to torture leaves. him. Yeah. So he like he chains her to the bed and he makes her and he brings a woman in and he just like. He looks at her the whole time, yeah. but he's getting a blowjob from somebody mm-hmm. else. And then the girl leaves immediately afterwards. There's no emotional connection to this girl. Mm-hmm. She's basically unnamed. She doesn't even have a speaking nope. part. Sorry. Sorry, lady. Um, I'd play that actress, though. <laughs> he's like, I, I would. He's like, he's basically like, I'm going to show you what you're missing. Yeah. And she's so she gets turned on watching by watching him, get him a blowjob, do it, yeah. which is kind of like, kind of what made it fine for me because it was like she wasn't like upset or crying or like feeling betrayed she was like oh my god i'm gonna get it i know i think you know my friend said she liked it he wasn't into the girl he was staring at her yeah he was staring at her the whole time yeah this girl had no like she was just she was um, just a vessel like a (laughs) walk again i'd sign up for that role in a second so uh if that's on the table guys oh my god it's just like it was just I loved it. It was just perfect escapism for me. And I love that we haven't even addressed that everybody is pissed that there's kidnapping and non-consent. And no. I'm like, come just fucking no. watch another movie. I'm sorry. Like, again, get out of the genre. <laughs> it's just a move. It's just, it's fiction. Oh, it's escapism. And we're all educated enough to Let's make this shit number one on Amazon. It. Please stop. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> So I did yeah. mention um, at some point, I said, uh, if you guys have any kidnapping book recommendations that would along the same lines, if you have something that's similar to this, bring it to the table. I mean, we have a t- Twisted by Anna Zaras that it, it has a really similar premise where um, yeah. he sees her in a club and he kidnaps her and takes her to an island and basically says, I'm going to keep you here till you fall in love with me. So that's a three book series. And then um, we actually have one called Sheltered, 
where uh I love that one. yeah it's a i really like that one too it's it's like he kidnaps her and takes her because he wants her he sees her and he's like oh she's the one and then um it has like a suspenseful element to it i think it's you know i wouldn't call it romantic suspense maybe it is but it's got some suspense like there's something that's happening like she's being threatened and that kind of thing and so but it's it's kidnapping and he keeps her <laughs> so i i love kidnapping books like i should have looked on goodreads to see if there's like a shelf for this there is i'm looking at oh, it okay right give me some tell me some books on i'll tell you if i read it because i for do you remember that mel for like a hot minute that was the only thing yeah. I read. I was like, is there kidnapping? I need I need someone to be taken against their will. So. <laughs> well, uh, okay. So, Sky Warren and Annika Martin have one called Prisoner. Ooh. Yeah. That, um, but that's good. I, I, I remember when it came out, everybody freaking loved it. It's got a four-star a four rating average on Goodreads, 9,000 ratings. Fuck, yeah. So loved it. That's awesome. So go. that's a really good one. And Lothair by Presley Cole is one of my what? all-time favorites. He I haven't read that yeah. one. I haven't read that one. It's my favorite. So it's I went favorite. from Presley Cole and then I went back to Kerrigan Byrne. I'm still on a burn binge right now. Burn bitches hey, binge. do you remember Wonderlust by Sky Warren? Yes, that's another one. That's Shit, on that's list. the one where he's the trucker. With the trucker? Yes. yes. Wait. Okay. Wait. Oh, let me read the. Let me Mel read the blur. This one. She didn't stop talking oh. about this one for weeks. We I wrote a trucker book because of that. Remember? I think it's because it was one of my first abduction ones, and he was an asshole, which I usually don't like. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay. Shit. Here's the blurb for Wanderlust by Sky Warren. Evie always dreamed of seeing the world, but her first night at a mo- at a motel turns into a nightmare. Hunter is a rugged trucker willing to do anything to keep her, including kidnapping. As they cross the country in his rig, Evie plots her escape, but she may find what she's looking for right beside her. So what yes. happens, the basis of the story is he's now a trucker, but something happened to him before, and he got convicted of raping a girl that he didn't rape. And then he sees her and he wants her and he's like, you know, I already did the punishment for such a thing. I'm actually going to take, I've already paid the price for this. Yeah. So I might as well do it. Yeah. Yeah, That that tracks. Oh, I love this. So dirty. Double Jeopardy, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucked up. Yeah. So there's a lot of Presley Cole books on this list um, because most, most of the time in her paranormals, the hero just takes the heroine and like pulls up with her until she <sighs> until she decides to fight. <laughs> Those are the yeah, best. There's a lot Those of that. The best. Oh. Yeah. Even I think the uh, um a uh, hunger like no other, the first one in the Immortals After Dark series, he just he just like claws his way up from hell and oh. takes her. Um yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so okay, we're gonna play we're gonna play the first half of Nikki Sloan's uh, It Takes Two and when when you come back, I'll remind you of everything you need to go get from Nikki Sloan. Sounds good? Sounds good. good. Okay, talk to you on the other side. Bye. Bye. This is It Takes Two by Nikki Sloan. Read for you by Leah Holland. Music played from the speakers of my car, but cut off abruptly. Or maybe it hadn't been playing at all. It was hard to focus. The engine wasn't running now because my keys were clenched in my fist, and I stared at the office building beyond my windshield. The single-story building was small and unassuming. Faded shingles wrapped along the roof, and the aluminum siding was worn. 
A few wayward weeds poked through the cracks in the broken sidewalk. But otherwise, the place was in good shape. The sign on the glass doors had a logo and ours. The studio looked professional enough, much like any other office business. How many people knew what really went on behind those doors? Deep breath. You can do this. I tamped down the anxiety in my stomach and got out of my car. I had to lock it with the key because the car was 20 years old. Hell, the piece of shit was almost as old as me. But I shouldn't complain. It still ran, and it was free. Well, except for the bottle of coolant I had to put in it once a week. I couldn't afford to get the slow leak repaired. Thankfully, it had made the trip from Hammond, Indiana up to Chicago without an issue. It was difficult to swallow my breaths as I teetered on my unaccustomed heels toward the studio. God, I needed a drink to calm my nerves. Even though I wanted this, it was still a huge step forward, and one that couldn't be undone. The internet made things forever. I placed a sweaty palm on the bar across the door and pushed it open. The woman behind the desk glanced up. Her evaluating eyes peered directly into me, right past the blonde highlights I'd gotten last week, the spray tan, and the acrylic nails. I'd done all I could to make myself look the part. Nina Quinn, ready for stardom. The office matched the outside. There was a large board with schedules written on it hanging on the back wall, and headshots pinned beside it. Computers, phones, fax machines, everything was businesslike, even down to the desk clutter. The skinny woman, who looked to be in her late forties, had brown hair with bangs and just the right amount of makeup to look trashy hot. Her red lips pulled back into a smile, but it was guarded. Are you Nina? I forced a warm, friendly smile. Yeah. You don't look like your pictures. Fuck. Fuck. We'd spoken on the phone, and she'd been clear that if I didn't match the pictures I submitted, they'd send me home immediately. Uh, I changed my hair, but... The woman held up her hand, cutting me off. You look even better. You mind? She spun her finger in the air, asking me to turn. I tried not to wobble on the heels when I did as asked. When I came back around, she was grinning. Well, damn, girl, aren't you something? I'm Kimberly. I let out a relieved breath. Nice to meet you. I bent over her desk and shook her outstretched hand. Kimberly's gaze drifted beyond my shoulder, and then the door behind me creaked open. I turned once more. Oh my God. The guy who stepped inside melted the panties I wore beneath my dress. He had that cocky frat boy look going on, a t-shirt stretched tight over his upper body, leaving nothing to the imagination. I could see how much this boy liked to work out. Jeans slung low on his hips, and a baseball hat was turned backward, not shielding his gorgeous face. He was the kind of guy who occasionally hit on me at the bars, 
I'd gone home with some of them, even let a few of them fuck me. But I'd learned they weren't interested in anything but pussy. And once they'd had it, it was time for them to move on. This boy had an easy smile, which faded the edge of the cockiness, just enough so I worried I might swoon like a fucking idiot. Was he the other talent? My heart lodged in my throat, clogging my ability to speak. Hey, Scott, Kimberly said. Hey, he echoed back. His gaze shifted my direction, starting at my feet and working up. He seemed to have no shame about the way he was drinking me in, and it made the nerves rattle harder in my belly. Scott, this is Nina, Kimberly said. It's her first time. Holy hell, his smile was amazing. It struck a balance between sweet and sinful, and his eyes lit up. Yeah? I nodded, because there was no telling what ridiculous sound I might make if I tried to speak. Nervous? He asked. I was. My knees were shaking under my dress, but I was determined not to show it. For months, I had stared at the listing and fantasized about taking action. And once I had, more months passed as I completed all the steps necessary to bring me to today. No one knew where I was, except for the people in this room, and it fed into my fantasy. I could be anyone today. I sucked in a calming breath. I'm fine, sort of excited. He blinked, stunned. It was a reaction I was used to. I had a deep, smoky voice, which didn't match people's expectations. They saw a pretty, feminine face, with nice boobs and long legs, and assumed I'd have a high-pitched, girly voice to go along with it. It's not like I sounded like a man, but my alto voice caught people off guard. Excited. His grin somehow widened. I think we're gonna have a great time. Kimberly rose from the desk. Either of you want something to drink? My mouth was a desert from the realization I was going to be working with Scott. I'd assumed the guy would be decent looking, but not overly attractive. This guy looked delicious. Water? I asked. Sure. Kimberly disappeared down the hall, past a row of filing cabinets. I could feel Scott's gaze on me, like hands exploring my body, studying every curve. But I stared at the back wall. If everything went well, I'd see plenty of him in a few minutes. The desk groaned softly as he leaned against it, and his shift in position wordlessly demanded my attention. So I turned my gaze to him and the sandy blonde hair that curled at the ends beneath his baseball hat. What's a girl like you doing here? His gray-blue eyes were full of curiosity, not judgment. I don't know, I said. What's a girl like you doing here? His perfect mouth quirked into a half-smile at my barb. I asked first, Nina, if that's your real name. I'd gone back and forth, but in the end, I decided to use my first name, not caring who knew. It is my real name, and I need the money. Not just that, I needed a whole new life. Yeah, don't we all? He rubbed a hand on the back of his neck, 
which gave an excellent view of his toned form. Well, you're fucking hot. You'll have no problem getting lots of work. It was a compliment, but he'd said it like it was fact. Coming from this sexy stranger, it was a huge turn-on. My face flushed with heat, and I wavered slightly. Thank you. Hey, if you get nervous, it's cool. Everyone is their first time. So, he'd done this before. Relief passed through me. This was like dancing, and I was glad to have a strong partner to lead. Were you? His expression was amused. Yeah, I put a lot of pressure on myself, and fuck, I was awful. But don't worry. Scott flashed a devious grin. I've gotten less awful since. It was unstoppable that my gaze flowed down him. I couldn't imagine him being awful. No, something told me he'd be much, much better than awful. Kimberly returned, carrying two bottles of water. When she offered them to us, I took mine quickly, not wanting either of them to see my hand was shaking. Scott casually took the bottle, unscrewed the cap, and downed a long sip. He was cool as a cucumber. Well, Kimberly said, glancing up at the clock, I guess we'll start without him. Either of you need a minute before we begin? We're doing it without him, Scott asked. I wondered the same thing. Where was the director? We were going to shoot without one? Kimberly shrugged. Why not? Everyone else is here. No point wasting. The door flew open, and we all turned at the sound. There was no way this guy was the director. He looked the same age as me. He had on flip-flops, cargo shorts, and a polo shirt. Preppy, hot asshole in the flesh. Oh, good lord, who was this? I was annoyed at my body's response to him. He looked good even though I didn't want him to. He pulled the aviator sunglasses down from his face, giving me a peek at his deep brown eyes. Wait a minute, was this who I was performing with? Kimberly hadn't said who specifically, and neither had Scott. All he'd said was he thought we'd have a great time. Both men were really attractive, and I'd only known Scott for two minutes, but in my flustered state, I'd cling to what I knew. You're running late, Kimberly said. I guess you didn't get my text, sorry. The guy ran a hand through his almond-colored hair. Traffic. Ben, she said, gesturing to us. This is Nina and Scott. Scott does regular work for us, but she's new, like you. Ben's attention turned to me. I felt like a piece of meat under his heated scrutiny, but I also begrudgingly liked it. His appreciative stare was a needed confidence boost, like a pre-game pep talk. You mind if we head straight back, she said. He shook his head, his gaze never leaving mine. Good God, was the air conditioning working in this office? Okay, uh, I said, unable to contain it. I'm confused. Which guy am I with? Shit, Kim. Scott's tone was annoyed. You didn't tell her. Kimberly scowled. 
She said she was up for multiples. She sighed and gave me her full attention. It's both guys. Ben auditioned for us once before, but he had an issue performing. I think having Scott there will help, but if it doesn't work out with Ben, we'll still have footage to use. Oh. My. God. Jesus. Scott groaned. You're gonna spring that on her 30 seconds before we get on set? She tried to hide her guilty expression and pushed her bangs out of her eyes. You think it's a hardship having two willing cocks? Everyone's eyes were on me, waiting to see my reaction. I didn't know it was possible to simultaneously be so thrilled and terrified. Both men. I was going to have both of these sexy guys at once. Girl, if you don't want to, that's no problem, she continued. You can just pick one and we'll shoot a standard. Both men hesitated. I didn't think either of them liked the idea of losing out. And how the fuck was I supposed to pick? Ben's handsome face skewed with fleeting embarrassment. There won't be any issues this time, I promise. I'd never been with two at once, but holy hell, I'd fantasized about it. When I'd filled out the questionnaire for the studio on what I was willing to shoot, I'd gotten turned on just writing it down. But it sounded like more work to please two guys at once. Does it pay extra? It does, and you should know. Her eyes gleamed mischievously. Two means twice the fun. I pressed my knees together, containing the rush that moved through me. I wasn't going to live with regret at turning the opportunity down, and God knew I needed the money. You don't have to sell me on it. My voice was tight but strong. I'm up for both. Kimberly beamed. I figured you'd say that when you saw them. Scott's face took a dark cast, like he wasn't pleased with Kimberly's manipulation. My legs were jelly as I followed the group down the hall and through the doorway. Two diffused lights were suspended in each corner of the far wall, casting light into the room and on the main feature, the bed. It was king-sized, made neatly with a white fluffy comforter, and a stack of pillows leaning against the headboard. It was surreal to turn the corner from the office into a set that looked like a hotel bedroom, down to the nightstands with matching lamps. Well, except for the lighting and the sophisticated cameras on tripods. One on all three sides of the bed. Kimberly went to a table in the back and picked up a handheld camera. Nina, have a seat on the bed and get comfortable. I like to start with a short interview so both the guys and the viewers can get to know you better. The bed was soft, and I sank down into it, my gaze fixed on her. It was becoming clear that the director wasn't late. She was already here. The feminist in me was both pleased that a woman stood at the helm of the studio and annoyed that I'd assumed the director would be male. Very little of this day had gone as I expected, and the camera wasn't even rolling yet. The bed jostled as the guys sat on either side of me. Ben, on my right, sat a comfortable distance, but Scott was much closer. He leaned back casually on his arms, 
so one of his hands was behind me, his right leg up against my thigh. Not to be outdone, Ben slid closer. Every inch of my body was hyper-aware of the two men who seemed to be circling before attack. When you get close, Scott said to Ben, you let me know by putting your hand on her throat. Ben's face clouded with unease. You want me to choke her? His gaze snapped my direction, silently demanding me to protest. No. Scott reached up, delicately setting his hand on the base of my neck. Like this. My heart pounded at the contact of his warm fingers against my heated skin. There wasn't pressure in his touch. Or, if you're behind her, like this. His grip adjusted, so his hand was wrapped around my throat, but his fingers simply rested there, possessive and seductive. Oh man, did he feel how hard I just swallowed? A smile teased his lips as his touch left me. We're not going to block the scene, Kimberly said. Let's just have fun and do what everyone's feeling. I'll only speak up if it's needed. Her focus turned to me. You're in good hands with Scott. Her honest tone helped ease my nerves, and although she dropped the bomb of the threesome, I felt like my safety and comfort were more important than getting good footage. There weren't any lights on the cameras signaling they were filming, but the air grew intense and serious when she stared down at the view screen. Can you tell us your names? I wasn't sure who was supposed to speak and exchanged a glance with Scott. Ladies first. I turned back to the camera. I'm Nina. As the guys introduced themselves, Scott took off his hat and tossed it aside, combing his fingers through his wavy hair. Was I subtly leaning toward him? I sat up straighter and turned to Ben, not wanting to show more interest in one over the other. Ben had a strong jaw, a straight Roman nose, and eyes like black holes. A force like gravity pulled me in. What would have happened if Ben had shown up first? Would I be leaning his direction? We chatted for a while about how it was my first time, if I'd ever been with two guys at once. And I know I answered, but my brain raced a million miles an hour. Ben's fingertips skimmed along the bare skin of my thigh, where the dress stopped, making me flinch. He chuckled at my reaction, but held his hand up in surrender. Sorry, I said quickly. You can touch me. You just caught me by surprise. He grinned, and his fingers were back, tracing the edge of my dress. My breath stalled in my lungs when Scott swept the hair off of my shoulder and leaned in. Warm, damp lips settled on the nape of my neck and caused me to shudder. My eyes hooded as both men touched me. I do have to say one more thing, though, about, <laughs> um, about 365, uh, 365 days is that when she falls from the boat. Oh, my God. And he jumps in to rescue her. I was like, that wasn't a fall. That wasn't a fall. <laughs> She felt like 10 feet. But yeah, anyways. Was, Pat was like, wait a minute. He said the Kardashians jump from higher, higher yachts than that into the water. 
Okay, so Nikki Sloan, um, go get the Filthy Rich American series. Definitely go grab um, Three Simple Rules. Yeah, anywhere. I mean, go get it on Amazon. And go to readmeromance.com. We'll have all of Nikki's books and links to her books um, on her on the current audiobook page. And the link to and the uh, raffle copter for the giveaway will be on the homepage. Do you guys have anything? No? All right, Leah, tell them what to Fuck do. Fuck your day up. Make today your bitch. Don't be a dick. Sit back, relax, and unwind and read me romance. Read, read me romance.